Hey there, guys. I wanted to drop in real quick to talk to you about a brand new offer that I've put together just for you. It truly is going to revolutionize the way that you do business. I am offering a 90-minute strategy session that's also going to give you a visual roadmap that will guide you over the next six months to be able to accomplish any author goal you want to make happen. So here's the thing. We all need some one-on-one guidance sometimes. And the whole idea behind this is to give you the one-on-one personalized experience that you're really craving and get you on the road to your greatest success, right? That's all we really want for you. So if you're curious about how this is going to work, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash visual map and learn more about it today. Welcome to the Author Revolution podcast, where change is not just embraced, it's celebrated. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling author, indie author coach, and your navigator through the ever-evolving landscape of authorship. Are you ready to harness the power of your mind and the latest innovations in technology for your writing journey? If you're passionate about manifesting your dreams and pioneering new writing frontiers, then you're in the perfect place. Here, we merge the mystical woo of writing with the exciting advancements of the modern world. We dive into the realms of mindset, manifestation, and the transformative magic that occurs when you believe in the impossible. We also venture into the world of futuristic technologies and strategies, preparing you for the next chapter in your author career. Every week, we explore new ways to revolutionize your writing and publishing experience. From AI to breakthrough thinking, this podcast is your gateway to a world where creativity meets innovation. Whether you're penning your first novel or expanding your literary empire, whether you're a devotee of the pen or a digital storyteller, this podcast is where your author revolution gains momentum. So join me in this journey to continue growth and transformation. It's time to redefine what it means to be an author in today's dynamic world. This is the Author Revolution Podcast, and your author revolution starts now. Well, hi there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Author Revolution podcast. And here we are in January 2024, midway through the month-ish. I mean, we're at like the 10th of January, if you're hearing this on the day that it airs, which is kind of crazy to me already. (laughs) This past month has uh, not been great, not been great in the Andrews clan front as of right now anyway. Man, I'll tell you what. We had sick kids starting all December, like we had up and down colds happening with all three of the kids that are still in our house. The teenagers ended up with sinus infections. We went to the ER on Christmas. So, well, not the ER, the urgent care aspect of it, kind of like ER, but not quite. They ended up on antibiotics. My youngest has been having (laughs) problems hearing, probably from the same cold. We found out that his he has temporary hearing loss because of a cold and all the backed up fluids in his eardrums. Now he needs ear tubes. And I kid you not, 4.30 p.m. the Friday before the New Year's, my furnace died, like full on died. So we've been sitting here <laughs> for almost two weeks with no furnace in the middle of Minnesota, which has been interesting. So all that aside, that's how my 2024 kind of like ushered itself right in. It's like what the vibe set itself up as. (laughs) And I'm going, did we Missy manifest again? Like, did we decide to do something weird? 
and just, you know, I'm not quite sure what's going on here. But because of the fact that I prescribed this belief, this notion that everything is always working out for me, I've been holding on to the vibe that, yes, whatever's going on, it's all working out for me. It's all working out for those who are, you know, sick and having to get better, obviously. It's all working out for us in the house. Maybe the it's a 40-year-old furnace, guys. So I, I can't complain. The thing's kind of lived its life, right? And, you know, we didn't want carbon monoxide poisoning. We didn't want other issues to happen. So it's good. It's getting replaced this week sometime. We're going to have non-electric radiator heat happening soon again. <laughs> so it's all good. Things are working. They're, it's moving in the right direction. And so the reason I'm telling you all of this is because I want you to remember that like sometimes outside circumstances give us some sort of contrast, right? We know that contrast births desires. The way things happen will sometimes not always be the greatest, but it will ultimately work out in our favor for us, even if we at that particular moment can't quite grasp it. Now, <laughs> if you've talked to Tammy Tyree, she's going to say, good luck, Carissa, you've been kind of crabby for the past week. Well, yeah, yeah, I have. I'm human. I've been irritated at the whole fiasco, like not just kids being sick because I want them to feel better, right? But this furnace thing has been annoying. And then I've just been like up and down, like vibe wise. So maybe we've got the seasonal affective disorder happening, you know, the whole sad situation going on. I get this every year. It's, it's familiar enough to me that I know I have to start implementing tactics and, and ways to be able to get out of it. Because come mid-January to mid-February, where it's been like the darkest for the longest period of time, I definitely get kind of just this uh, funk kind of going on. So I've got my light box going. I've got outside walks that I've been doing. Like there are things that I've been implementing. But at the same time, if you're feeling kind of off or you're wanting to get into the vibe of things, like I had goals, guys. <laughs> I had goals I wanted to do first thing come January. and. I've had to kind of give myself a little bit of grace to just trust myself to know, like, should I be pushing myself this hard today? Should I be letting it go and spending a little more time reading? Should I be working towards goals or should I kind of allow myself to kind of settle and reduce any kind of burnout or any kind of stress for right now until I need to really kick things up into high gear? And all of this is to say that what I've been doing, what I've been accomplishing every single day has still been helping me to maintain my forward momentum with pretty much everything. Now, I'm going to call this episode <laughs> The Miracle Morning for Authors Manifesting Your Bestseller Before Breakfast. And here's why. Like, there's this book. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend you checking it out. It's called Miracle Morning. It's a concept that was developed by Hal Elrod. And it contains six key practices that are it's known as savers, right? That will help us to get a, like that miracle aspect going. Now, I'm also reading A Course in Miracles. So this particular book jumped out at me and it's been an interesting kind of uh, marriage between the two, I guess, because a lot of the things that are recommendations as the six key practices in the miracle morning are things that I do already. And things that I've been doing technically for quite a long time. And so I found the book fascinating because I'm 
I'm implementing these things naturally, and yet it's still helping me to achieve goals. It's still helping me put myself in the right mindset. Not always, especially if things go really sideways and wonky, but it helps me bounce back and get back into the right vibration, the right frequency that I want to personally be in as I'm going forward every single day. Because, you know, my natural tendency is I am an optimistic person. I'm someone who enjoys seeing the bright side of things. I'm someone who enjoys future casting and seeing how the future can play out. I like my strategies. I like understanding and learning and kind of moving forward. So when all of those boxes are kind of ticked for me in the morning, it sets my day off feeling great. Okay. So let's go over the six key practices that Hal actually talks about in Miracle Morning and kind of explain or talk about why they're so powerful and how it can actually help authors. Okay, so I talked about this briefly, but it's called Savers. So this is that original concept from Hal Elrod, and the S stands for silence. So what this means is like first thing in the morning, you're going to be dedicating a little bit of time to silence. And now that could be through meditation, through deep breathing, or just simply sitting quietly and kind of doing, you know, kind of like the rampage of appreciation, like sitting down and just appreciating the things that are around you, right? Sitting quietly and just enjoying how your now experience feels. And now for the authors, this can really lead to a clearer mind, which helps you not only reduce stress, (laughs) which is super helpful when things are going crazy, it can help you enhance your focus and allows creative thoughts to surface which obviously sets a a calm centered tone for the day and helps you to be creative and get those words on the page. Because when we're able to create a, a, a sense of stillness, a sense of silence around our day, we can now hear that inspired guidance. We can hear those nudges that are trying to get us into the right place or help us to receive the inspired thoughts that are going to connect dots for our storylines, for our characters, for the way that we're trying to create this particular world. All the things come when we stop trying to force. And silence is a huge part of that. Stillness is a huge part of that. And that's why uh, last week when we were talking about the Your Future Self program, why this aspect is so powerful for us is because we as creators need a little bit of time to just soothe our minds and quiet them down so that the creativity and the inspire guidance can come through. Okay, so the A stands for affirmations. Now, affirmations are really just positive statements that can help you to challenge and overcome any self-sabotaging beliefs, so the limiting beliefs, the negative thoughts. We all have them. It's it's something that just, you know, especially in our society, it's been kind of ingrained in us to have these like negative thoughts, these negative beliefs. But we manifesting authors know that that doesn't have to be the case, right? We can use affirmations to build up our self-confidence or maintain motivation or affirm that our writing abilities and goals are on the right track or that we're manifesting the goals that we want to bring in. So for instance, you know, you can like actually talk out loud an affirmation or you can put them into a, like a push notification app. We've talked about Yap before. Yap will bring up uh, affirmations to me all the time. And it can be everything from like money is always working out for me or congratulations on hitting your seven figure goal 
Or it could be something as simple as, I'm a talented writer and my stories are engaging and inspiring readers. Like whatever aspect of your author career you want to focus on in order to elevate it, you can reinforce it by putting it down as an affirmation or saying out loud as an affirmation or just, you know, writing it down even, like writing affirmations for just a little while to remind yourself you get to have whatever it is that you want. Remember, the answer is always yes. So you get to have it. And if you're wanting it, if you want to see that outcome, the more you focus on the having of it, the the joy of it being yours already, now you're activating that part of you, that vibration that can bring it to you. Remember, law of attraction will bring likes to likes. So the more you're focusing on the things that you want and the things that you're anticipating seeing, number one, it helps you to vibrate in that realm. But number two, it also gets your momentum started first thing in the day. So rather than having the limiting beliefs, the negative thoughts being the momentum that gets started, it's the opposite because you're deliberately activating the future casting, deliberately activating what you anticipate, what you want to see versus what you don't, right? So speaking of visualization, (laughs) that V is visualization and savers. So the benefit of this is really that the practice involves, you know, mentally picturing the successful achievement of any of your goals, right? The manifestation of it actually becoming yours. So as you visualize completing your manuscript or holding your published book or receiving positive feedback from readers or finally hitting your millionaire author goals, whatever the visualization is, it helps you in creating a clear mental image of your success. And then it boosts that motivation because the goals are clarified for you. You understand where it is you're trying to go. You understand the, you know, the process of creating your spaghetti. If you remember that particular um, story about how manifestation works, like you, you get the beginning, middle, end. You understand where you're at. And so visualizing it, again, it's similar to the affirmations aspect of it. It helps you to get into the right vibe of your goal being accomplished, of it coming to you quickly and easily, of everything that you want manifesting in your life. When you're putting your focus on the things that you want, you're not focusing on the things that are not working, right? You're not focusing on what could go wrong. You're not focusing on all the reasons why it's not going to work. Your brain is only capable of focusing on one thing at a time when it comes to this sort of thing. Like you, you're putting your conscious effort into visualizing the positive aspects of it. And so therefore it negates all the others. And it's really a beneficial thing to do because first thing in the morning, now you're putting yourself on the path to trusting that whatever is happening for your day, for your writing career, for your best-selling novels, for your best-selling series, whatever, it's all happening. It's all doing its, its magic in your favor, right? It's all working out for you. Okay, so the E stands for exercise. Now, this is something that I always do first thing in the morning too. So it's all of these things are so fascinating to me because I'm like, huh, I do every single one of these things with the exception of one, which is kind of funny. And I'll explain to you in a little bit. I'm not there yet. <laughs> but exercise, right? So physical exercise, whether it's brief and gentle or it's uh, like significant, like hit training, weight training thing, it really doesn't matter. It boosts your mental health, your energy levels, your brain functions, your oxygen levels rise, your heart is able to function better. For authors, this really just translates into improved concentration, enhanced creativity, 
and overall a better mood because the endorphins get pumping through your body. I mean, who doesn't love that, right? <laughs> and regular exercise actually counteracts, you know, the sedentary nature of our writing careers. Like we're sitting down an awful lot. I mean, I know that there are some authors who can dictate and uh, walk at the same time, who can be on a treadmill and write at the same time. I'm not one of those people. So if you are, more power to you. But I like to sit and focus just on my writing. So I will sit with my laptop and just that's my world at that particular moment. So for me, it's very important that I get up and I do my exercising first thing in the morning. And I typically will do it around nine o'clock in the morning. So it's not like it's first thing in the morning, but it's still part of my morning routine. And I'll talk about like how my morning routine actually plays out and how it's similar or different to this. But it's just fascinating to me, like as I was going through this book, you know, how similar it is to the things that I'm already accomplishing. And I think sometimes we innately know these things like we just do, like there's something about it that we connect to and we understand. And so when we hear them, we're like, oh, well, I'm already doing most of this stuff. That's really cool. Okay, so the R, you're going to be shocked, right? You're going to be absolutely shocked. The R is reading. So reading, especially in the morning, it, it can be both educational or inspirational for authors. It can put us into uh, an, a place of like enjoying our genre again. It keeps us informed about writing trends. So like if we're reading our own books or our own genre, we're able to spot and see trends that are happening for readers. It helps us improve our own writing skills because we're seeing how different things can be described, how dialogue tags can play out, like how a, a particular trope unfolds, like what do we enjoy about it? Like it just exposes us to a variety of styles. And, you know, it, for us, we could even be exposed to a variety of genres. Like I love reading all sorts of things. Like I will read everything from mystery to thriller to rom-coms to romance to obviously nonfiction and fantasy. I'm like all over the place. But it stimulates new ideas and perspectives for my writing projects because of it. So reading for me is always one of the things that I just I enjoy so much that when my alarm clock goes off and I'm like, oh, 5.55 in the morning, okay, and I have to get kids up and running and get them out the door and get them moving, it's the reading part of it that actually motivates me to do it because I know that once they're out the door and there's silence and I can just chill for a minute, reading is going to be there for me. And I, I love it and enjoy it so much. It's so much fun. And that was always my first love when it came to, you know, getting into this place of writing. I never planned on being a writer. Reading is my first love. And, you know, it was through that concept, through, you know, the deployment of all the different books that I've read over my lifetime, that I understood certain concepts, whether it be manifestation, whether it be, you know, the the more mystical kind of ideas, the the magic of things, like the concepts that I include into my fiction, even like I, I understand a lot of things. And it's through not only like going to classes, because I've done a lot of classes, but the majority of it's been through reading. So it's just fascinating. And you can get a lot of information, you know, even from 20 minutes of reading every single day. And granted, I do read more than that <laughs> these days, but I love it so much. And it's hard to stop. Okay, so the S, let's move on to the S in savers. So the final S is scribing, or in other, other words, obviously writing, right? So the final practice involves, you know, journaling or writing down your thoughts or ideas or your plans. 
And while I do this a little bit, I actually do it the night before. So maybe in some weird way, it's like I am scribing first because it's like the evening before and it's setting me up for my day. So I'll sit down with my full focus planner and I'll write out like, what is my plan for tomorrow? What does it look like? So that as I get up in the morning, I don't have to go through that mental gymnastics. I already have a good plan of what things are going to look like. So for authors, obviously, this can help you organize your thoughts. It can help you develop your ideas or your plans. It can help give you steps for achieving your goals. It can help you clear out your mind and see where your thoughts are actually at. So like if you're the type of person who really wants to see the trends of where your your mind is at and figure out like what's really been at the core of your mindset, journaling is fabulous for that. You can understand and reflect on your own progress, your own thoughts, your processes, and then set obviously some intentions for each and every day. And that helps you just get that clarity around what it is you're trying to accomplish, right? So when we have a desire, when we decide, okay, we're going to write this book and it's going to be coming out X date, we've made the decision, right? So, you know, contrast has given us some clarity. We've asked for something. We've desired it. We've decided we're going to go for it. The answer is obviously yes. So therefore we have to lock into the vibe of it. So now we're working towards that goal. We're, we're taking the inspired action that brings us around to the path of least resistance in getting and achieving that goal because it can be ours. Like any goal that we set, any desired outcome can be ours. We just need to get into the right place of it and continue to do it, right? So that's how the, the savor aspect really helps us to get into the right frame of mind how it helps us to get into a place where the miracles can start to happen. Because as you create this as your like daily routine and it becomes second nature, now all of a sudden, you know, things that maybe you didn't even realize. So let's just take reading, for example. There has been lately so much information that I've onboarded, whether it be about rom-coms or whether it be about fantasy. And I've kind of stored it into the back of my mind where it's like, oh, I really want to include that into my books now. I really want to start, you know, overlaying these types of concepts because that's what's calling to me right now. It's making the, you know, the goal of writing these books way more interesting to me, way more fun in a sense, because I'm trying to, you know, figure out how to take these new pieces that I'm learning through my reading aspect of it and bring it into my writing. So that's just one thing that can happen. And as you're, you know, exercising, obviously you're helping your body, you're staying healthy, you're getting healthier every single day when you're doing that. When you're scribing things out, you're planning your goals, you're getting all of that put into motion, you're giving yourself clear steps to be able to achieve those goals. Your vis- visualization and affirmations are putting you in the right mindset. They're putting you in the place where you are activating your momentum for the day, which helps you get to everything that you want. And of course, the silence brings you what you need when it comes to tapping into the universal energies that are well beyond yourself that will give you like the true creative energies. So fascinating, so fascinating to me. So if you have not gotten this book, Miracle Morning, make sure that you do so. I will make sure it's in the transcript for today's podcast episode and make sure it's in the show notes as well. But here's how my morning typically goes and how you can decide, you know, how similar or how different it is. So obviously, like I said, the night before, typically I will sit down and I will write out 
how my day is going to go. So I used the full focus planner from Michael Hyatt's company. And so it's, it's a great planner. I love it because it gives me three major things to focus on uh, for the following day. And then every other task that I have, like anything that's, you know, else that needs to get done, I will write down on the other tasks aspect of it. Now, sometimes I'll even break things out like podcast day. <laughs> I have a lot of steps that I want to keep track of. And so I'll typically write out my whole podcast steps because it just helps me keep things organized. But I do that the night before because when I wake up in the morning, I no longer have to think about that. That no longer becomes a decision fatigue situation. It's already accomplished. It's already done. It's already set in stone. I know what I need to do and I'm ready to rock. So like I said, first thing in the morning, then I get up, I am working through a lot of like the morning tasks, put away dishes, get fireplace going, you know, getting the kids up and out the door, doing all the things. Once they're out the door, I take a few minutes of silence to just breathe. Like I'll watch the fire for, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, maybe just kind of sitting there, just enjoying the silence, just taking it in and, and being a part of it. Then I will get on my books. So I kind of skip over affirmations and visualizations at first, because I feel like when I first wake up in the morning, I'm not always ready to go into a meditation. I'm not always ready to go straight into it, but sometimes I do. However, more often than not, I will take out my book. And so I do the first, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes where I'm reading in A Course in Miracles right now. That's the, the book that I'm reading. That's more of a spirituality type book for myself. I read that. And then I go into reading my fiction book. And for the fiction book, I typically will read a little bit longer. It's usually about an hour, an hour and a half if I really get into it. You know, Sarah J. Moss has been lately <laughs> sucking me right in. And so I've been reading a little bit longer than an hour. So I kind of skip over the affirmation visualization to go straight into reading. But once reading is done, then I go into exercise. If there's a couple of work things that I need to do before I exercise, I'll take care of them real quick. But it's typically like, half an hour at most. And then I go exercise in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning, I'm, I'm working out. That typically will be, I don't know, anywhere from a half an hour to 45 minutes long, do the shower. And then I do the meditation, visualization, affirmations. I, I kind of go through that whole aspect in that, you know, uh, step forward, like, right, those, those are the steps for that. And then I go on with my day. And when that's the case, when all of the, the stuff is happening, it's interesting when I look back that my morning is very similar. It's just not in the same steps or in the same order. I don't know if that really matters all that much, but it's the same type of thing. And I get told an awful lot that I get so much accomplished and people are like amazed at it, which is so weird to me because to me, it just feels natural at this point. It, it feels like this is just how my day goes. And sometimes I look back and go, you know what, maybe I am doing too much. Like maybe I'm trying to put myself through too much because sometimes I enjoy it, right? I just enjoy being busy. I enjoy doing all the things and seeing that accomplishment list grow. But the thing that we have to be careful of is that when we're good at something, when we're good at taking you know, a lot of to-do lists, a, a lot of things to be taken care of, and we don't take the time to acknowledge that they were achieved, acknowledge that they were, you know, a part of your life and you accomplished it and like really be excited and celebrate those wins. We run the risk, I think, of falling into like the rat race ourselves. 
And now as authors who are trying to do this for ourselves, as people who are trying to have a business out of our writing, out of our, you know, the authorship that we're doing, we, we need to be careful of that because no one else is going to pat us on the back for a job well done. And so we need to stop sometimes just to really enjoy the, the aspects of all this, because when we are, you know, accomplishing our goals, when we're writing, when we're getting all these things done, it's, it's coming to a part of ourselves. It's like becoming who we really want to be, but yet, I don't know, sometimes it just feels like there can be a disconnect if you're not celebrating all of it. And so when we're able to get your morning routine down, when we're able to put the, the miracle morning into action, what's really neat is that like anxiety for the most part goes away. Like I said, all of this stuff just feels like my day. It doesn't feel as if it's one more thing I need to do. It's just part of my day. It's just how it works. But it contributes to the, the success of all the things that I accomplish because it's just setting the ball rolling. It's putting all the things into action. It increases motivation too, because sometimes I take a look at the things I get to do and I'm excited about it. Like the reading, like even working out some days, I'm actually excited to do my workouts. And it's weird because you get to have all these different things, a part of your day and a part of your morning, and they make you feel good. Like the affirmations make you feel good. The visualizations make you feel good. The silence and the meditations or the hypnoses make you feel good. Like all of these things put you in, like I, like I said again, the right frame of mind to start your day, to do the things that you want to do, to accomplish all that you have set out for yourself. And that, my friend, is where the true power magic of like our intentions come from. When we start our day, you know, revving up the machine to get us in motion to do and accomplish all that we want. That's how magic happens. And it feels effortless. It feels like it's just the next logical step. It feels like, of course, this is going to happen. Like, why wouldn't it happen? Because I've already set it into motion. It's going to happen. Of course it is. And then that takes you out of the, you know, the discord or the resistance feeling like, is this ever going to happen? Of course it is. You already know it is. You've put the machine in motion. You you understand it. And it's so cool because it just it helps you every single day strengthen that muscle, that intention muscle and the uh alignment muscle, knowing and trusting that everything that you want is yours. Does that make sense? I hope so. All right. Well, I invite you, if you've ever read this book, Miracle Morning, I would love for you to write something in our you know, social medias or send me an email and let me know what you think of this particular process. Do you do this type of thing? Like, What does your morning routine currently look like? I am so curious because I would love to know how this gets to look for other authors. And especially like, are you feeling like you are moving in the right direction? Are you feeling like there's momentum? And if not, are you thinking about using something along the line of savers? Like, are you going to start implementing this stuff into your morning routines? And I, I personally cannot speak more highly of it because I, I'm doing it. I've been doing it for, for years. I just didn't know it had a name. And so it's just fascinating to see how all of it kind of comes together and makes things happen, right? 
Well, if you'd like to download today's transcript, you can head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 217. You can get it there. I will include links to a bunch of things like YFS, obviously the Miracle Morning. I will link to uh, Yap again, because I think I talked about Yap. But obviously, I just want you to know, like, in order to reach your bestseller status, in order to get to that point where it can be yours, you have to believe it is yours. You have to you know, give yourself that space and time to visualize it becoming and like entering your life. This is about the manifestation aspect of it. This is about knowing and trusting that you've asked the question, you've desired something, you decided it's yours. Now you lock in the vibe, taking the steps, trusting it's yours, maintaining the vibe, and just doing that every single day until you have it in your lap. That's really all that there is to manifestation. Trusting it's yours, taking the actions, moving forward until it is. <laughs> okay, guys, don't forget to obviously, like if you're interested in joining us with the Your Future Self, that would be a wonderful way to be able to incorporate the silence aspect and, and the affirmations aspect technically, because there's guided visualization. So visualization, it's all kind of included in this particular program and the different workouts that are in there. But of course, you can also do things like join us for the Millionaire Author Challenge. That's going to be coming up the first week in February. And then we're going to go into starting the launch for Millionaire Author Manifestation 2024. That's the final week in February as well. So we'll be kicking off both of those things very, very soon. So if you're wanting to know more about manifestation, about how manifestation and mindset and your money mentality all kind of comes together and how to implement it in a way that really just next levels your author career, you're going to want to stay tuned and join us. The, the doors are going to be opening soon for the Millionaire Author Challenge. I will let you know when that is the case. It isn't, uh, I mean, you can always join it. It's like a permanently open course, but we're going to be launching it with some new content and with a new price tag just for the live launch aspect of this February version of it. So hang tight. It will be coming very soon. Tammy and I are joining forces again. We're going to have some meditations and some hypnoses that are going to be involved in this round of the Millionaire Author Challenge. That's it for this week. I hope I've given you some food for thought when it comes to like starting your day, building your momentum and getting moving on your manifestations in a way that just feels like the next logical step, the next thing that you're meant to do. And it just comes easily to you because that's how it should feel. That's how all of these new, amazing growth aspects of our author careers should feel. Thank you for joining me this week. Have a wonderful time getting all of your words on the page, manifesting all of your big goals and big dreams, and go forth and start your author revolution. Okay, indie author, Carissa Andrews with Author Revolution here. We need to have a chat. I know you want to build a sustainable long-term author career, but you can't do it just by wishing for it. It would be nice, yes, but alas, you gotta do the work. 
By that, I mean you need to reframe the way you look at your author business so that you can write and publish more frequently. With Rapid Release Roadmap, my signature online course, I'll help you learn not only how to make writing and publishing four books a year seem easy, but I'll help you master your prolific author mindset so that you can clear away all the negative self-talk that's holding you back. Trust me, I have been there. To learn more about Rapid Release Roadmap, head over to rapidreleaseroadmap.com. Over there, I'll give you all the insights on what you'll find inside the course. Plus, I walk you through all of the bonuses you're going to get based on the payment option you choose. And yes, there are some good ones in there, even if I say so myself. Once again, head over to rapidreleaseroadmap.com to learn more and sign up today.